Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. the guys in shorts king show this week we went two and one with wins over the canadians and the blue jackets but we suffered our first regulation loss to the maple leafs that leaves us in first place with a six one and one record so let's get to it i am dennis wilson that is james whitlock more like the have nots oh and new dad jordan heckman congratulations buddy thanks pal P.S. That was, uh, what, week four now, and James finally got his uh, beer crack down without spilling or forgetting it. Yeah, yeah. It's calling you out, buddy. It's practice. It's just practice. Practice makes perfect? Exactly. All right, well, tonight we have a special guest with us. We have uh, Augie Loya in studio with us. How's it going, Augie? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, I don't have a beer with me here, but that's okay. I'm drinking from a cup. I enjoy my water, and uh, so I am the designated <laughs> driver here for hey, the guys hey, 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 hey. here tonight. That's why they have me here. Right on. Absolutely, Everybody man. needs a DD, right? That's right, man. Perfect, totally. perfect. So, Augie, how'd you, uh, how'd you become a Kings fan? Well, you know, it's funny because uh, when I was a when I was a kid, there used to be this show on UHF called The Electric Company, and it was on it was on PBS. And so late at night, I was up one night, and I have no idea that it's not on at night. And I'm flipping through the channels, and there I go. I'm on channel 28, and there's hockey on. And keep in mind, this is like 1976. So yeah, I'm completely dating myself here, but that's okay. So it's 1976, <laughs> and I see this game going on, and I'm just fascinated by these guys just beating the bejesus out of each other and chasing around the chasing around this puck and I, I was mesmerized so after that I uh, went to my parents and uh, and I started to do some research as far as like where can I watch more hockey at so of course I open TV guide and I see this thing called on subscription television and so before there was cable in the San Fernando Valley we had this thing called on subscription television so which my parents said gosh I really want to can can you order this for me and they're like, well, no, not really. And I said, oh, but they also have Dodger baseball. And they're like, oh, okay. So they ordered that. <laughs> sold. Sold, exactly. So they ordered that. And uh, I just started, uh, I mean, my days of LA Kings hockey started with uh, with Marcel Dion and Dave Taylor and Rogi Vachon. And uh, for all intents and purposes, I mean, Bob Miller was my hockey dad. So everybody's, yeah, right? everybody's <laughs> hockey dad, exactly. Yeah. And uh, listening to him and Dan Ivey. So that goes back to, to those days. And uh, ironically, I grew up across the street from an ice rink and there was no youth hockey. So I spent my days whenever I would go there, 
they didn't have uh, the hockey skates they had just didn't fit me so I'd go around in figure skates no they were not white <laughs> were they tan yes they were tan yeah. <laughs> they were tan exactly they were tan and uh, so that's how I would that's how I'd ice skate but there was no hockey to play so instead what I would do is I put on roller skates and I put on two garbage cans and a baseball bat and a tennis ball and just roll up and down the driveway with it <laughs> and uh, but that was it that was the extent of me playing hockey uh, for years and uh, no I wasn't doing that at the age of 25 but uh, no I um uh, <laughs> Still, I followed the Kings all the way through. I mean, through the good times, through the bad times, through the bankruptcies, through the bad drafts and the bad trades. And then, of course, our unexpected glory that we experienced in 2012. And uh, I mean, it's been it, it was it's been a great run. And even though these past few years have been a little bit tough, I mean, I don't my support of this team does not waver because of all the times that I've been through with them. Well, think of like how long it was bad before it was good, right? Exactly. Yeah, so the few I mean, years isn't bad. We're we're good again. I no, say. we're good again. I <laughs> yeah. mean, yeah. I mean, it's just it, it's funny though to see how the game has changed, and uh, when you see the, uh, the the new people that come aboard and and start watching it, it's it's really fascinating to see what their perspective is on the game versus what we've gone through and the way we've seen it evolve. Yeah, when I first started watching hockey and everybody's watching football, it's like all they do is fight. It's like no, they don't. Yes, there's a lot of fighting. It's rad, but no. And what's the problem that. with that? Yeah. Was, yeah what is wrong what with is that? What is the problem with that? Yeah. <laughs> that should Nothing. be your argument. Yeah, right? Damn. So true. No, I like it. If I mean, if there's fighting, I want there to be a reason behind it, sure. not just yeah. uh, not just the sake of, of doing it. I remember uh, going to uh, the very first scrimmage that the Anaheim Ducks ever held, because at the time I was working for Disney. So they wanted as many people to go out there. So they held their first public scrimmage ever. And I'll never forget... They actually had a scrum, and of course, it involved former Los Angeles King Lonnie Loach. Huh. <laughs> he dropped the gloves on somebody who knew, I don't even know who it was, and they fought. And I mean, the the fans went crazy, and so me and my friends just looked at each other and said, "Yeah, that was a total work setup right there. Uh, they just yeah, did yeah. that to get people riled up. That was <laughs> it." Yeah, uh, uh, like scrimmage within their own team. Or yes, oh, exactly. Jesus. It was a scrimmage. Yes, it I was, was a worried that was going to happen team. tonight with Forbert. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> I didn't get to see the game. What happened? Oh, he he accidentally in front of the net just clocked quick. Oh, right really? In the with an elbow, yeah. Just a oh. cross, just boom. No, he got him. With, he got him with a fist. Was it? Oh, is yeah, that was the uh, the concussion thing people yeah. were talking about with quick? Yes. Right, right. Yeah, where he came off for four point three seconds. We'll get into it later. But that, yeah. if we ever were going to have an in team uh, scrum, that would have been it. Yep. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. like, somebody go after. Wait a second, oh, wait. that was forward. Quick doesn't take <laughs> shit from anyone. Go after <laughs> <it> anyway. <laughs> let's do it anyway. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, let's get into it. What happened last week, guys? Starting with the have nots. Hey, that was that was the game that we were we were. Well, I was saying if we were gonna like worry about a game that's of last year, that would be the game we worried about. And up until yeah, now they're what, one in six. But who's counting? Half the <laughs> half the. <laughs> Half the game, it was it was one of those games where you're kind of like, uh, guys, we should start playing some hockey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I'll start off saying that uh, I owe you guys a shotgun because Kempe got a hat trick. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> line it up, buddy. All right. Like, line it up or no? I, I thought we we're um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new dad. Whoa! He just splooged all over himself and the curtain, but luckily it was beer splooge. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> beer splooge. <laughs> Good work. Hey, that wow. Everywhere. <laughs> it did. <laughs> well, I'm all wet. 
He's going to smell like beer all night, too. Yes, he is. (laughs) Yeah. We're training for you and Zach going up (laughs) against each other. That was not a good training session. He's a swallower. (laughs) (laughs) Me or Zach? Uh, Yeah. Yes. Both of them. Yes. The answer is yes. Yes. The answer is yes. Uh, like you said, that game started off pretty slow. Uh, we started off down uh, one nothing. Mm-hmm. Came back, tied it up, and then we didn't score again until the third quarter. Yeah. Um, third, and the third, third quarter. 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 That, Jesus. Yeah. Wow, that beer got to you quick. <laughs> he's been wow. out for a week. And I've he's been out for a week, <laughs> and I'm calling periods quarters. It's a Blackhawks hat. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, he hasn't seen a period in ten months, so. <laughs> oh God. Wow. Oh, well done. God. Well played. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, anyways, we didn't score again until the third period, yes. and then we just poured it on. Uh, Camilleri had a second goal then, uh, as well as Kempe's two goals uh, to complete his hat trick, which was pretty amazing. Uh, first of his career. So, unfortunately, we did not see goaltending robot Carey Price, so we didn't really get to get the full I thought Montoya Montreal. was going to pull it out for a while there. Diego Montoya. Looking, I'll tell you good. what, it, it seemed like you might want to make a shift because Price hasn't been doing nothing this year anyway. So, all right, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking with it. All right, <laughs> go for it. Um, my favorite part of the game was Kempe kind of knocked off the cute shit that he was doing the past several games and just kind of kept it simple and obviously paid out dividends. And he uh, played really well. <clears throat> obviously, him and Trevor Lewis are starting to build a, l- a little bit of chemistry, which is fun to see. What about Camilleri, like playing baseball and knocking a goal in? That was pretty there. awesome. <laughs> that yep. was rad. You know what? I actually got that on slow mo. Really? On my camera? Yeah, because I happened to have front row seats, uh, glass seats that uh, that game, and I posted posted up on my Instagram, and it had like over thirteen thousand views. Seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never get that many views on. Uh, on goals like that, but it was cool because I just happened to catch it because I wanted to oh. get a, some slow mo of the Kings cycling the puck at that time. Uh-huh. But if I'm not mistaken, I think they were on the power play at the time. Oh, so yeah, yeah. And so that that was why I did that because you're more likely going to get some some yeah. flow in there. And boom, huh. he just happened to baseball bat it in. It was just that's so rad. Line yeah. drive. So I do have a quick question. I wasn't a fan back when Camilleri was on the team the first time. I just I I just didn't know hockey. Um, where's his neck? He Under his have, shoulder pads, no, somewhere. But like yeah. everyone else has got a good. Does he just wear taller pads or <laughs> is it? No, that's why he's so short. Well, his I, head is just too big for his body. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. That, that's, he, he's that's pretty much kind of like a bobblehead. Yes. So what <laughs> do they do for bobblehead. Camilleri bobblehead night? Like oh, they just walk him out. Yeah. <laughs> do you get to shake his hand that night? <laughs> it's like that full size Clifford one that they're that's parading right. around. Dude, that thing's rad. You can rent that, by the way. What's up? Through Mercury Insurance, you can rent that. I'm just saying. Are they giving it away? I think at the end of the season they are, yeah. Yeah, I are, think you can rent it for like cool. an event though. But are you are you getting in on that, James? Trying to win that? Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Fine, I'll take Mercury Insurance. <laughs> uh, the quote of the game actually came from forward Paul Byron um, <clears throat> from the Habs. He said, "You see some of the Kings' goals tonight, and they're just firing pucks to the net and just getting bodies there. Keeping it simple, which I like personally. Uh, I think that's just something we are missing in our game right now. So it, it kind of." Um, Gives a nod to the way that the new system is going, and obviously other teams are seeing it. Uh, so I think it's pretty exciting. And then, unfortunately, we did lose Carter that night to a cut to the leg. Which seemed pretty innocent. <clears throat> yeah. It did. And just kept getting worse and worse and worse throughout the night. Yeah. Which it looks like, uh, I I saw somewhere that Mike Fiota gave a quote that he's probably going to be out until the trade deadline. Wow. Yeah. He must have got something major in there then. Like an artery or something. I don't know. Yeah. But he's... 
Severed tendon is what Ouch. the unofficial word is on that. and That is like my worst nightmare. Yeah, that is just... That's got to be... Anything with that tendon back there behind your... Yikes. It, it was, but he took that thing like a fucking man. Like he did. Yeah. He's like going down like, oh, well, I think because I got a problem it's not with my basketball. Skate. Right? Or soccer. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, it, it seemed like it was nothing. Like it was it like an equipment, like equipment issue. issue. Yeah. And he just kind of like skates off and he put weight on it and everything. And it didn't seem like anything. And it's that bad. Holy crap. Meanwhile, he's bleeding to death, but you know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Right. What a man. Yeah, pretty amazing. Well, it kind of sucks, but it is exciting for sure to be able to be able to step up and um, hopefully do something. Yeah. Well, I've been hearing a lot this week of the doomsday after losing Carter and and the news that's going to be long term. And this is this is coming from a lot of sources um, out there that are that you know follow the Kings and report on Kings and some of the other shows and stuff out there. And and I don't I don't think it to be doomsday. I mean. A couple I'm not years ago, it. yeah, a couple years ago, maybe. Well, last year, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, he no what no matter how you how you slice it, no too, too, too soon, soon, too soon. Ah. Okay, it's bad. It's bad. It's it's bad to lose a guy of his caliber, right? Absolutely. There's nothing good absolutely. about it. But is it the end of the world? Is it a scrap the season? No, if, I don't if think so. We're building the system that we said we're building three years ago. Then we have players just like Stephen said, just move up. Players just move up into a different different place in the roster. Yeah. And the way that I look at it, we, if you bring up him not coming back until the actual trade deadline, is it's a free trade that we're going to get at the deadline. It's going to be somebody, a, a Jeff Carter, that we're going to get back at the trade deadline that we're getting for free. So if we play well until then and you bring in Jeff Carter, it's amazing. Right, right. You know what else you could do at the trade deadline is bring in Marion Gabrick. Yeah. Hey. He'll be back at some point. Yeah. Are you no, sure no, about well, that? no, he'll come back and go out and then come back again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't replace the center, but you know, it's So I don't think it's doomsday and it's and no. and I hear people talking about the road uh being on the road and and praying to get 500 out of this trip and I and I don't see us coming out with 500. Like that was last year. We it, were praying yeah. for 500 last year. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have you have Brown going off, you have Kopi going off. Drew Doughty's scoring goals. Muzzin's scoring goals. Muzzin's scoring goals. You <laughs> Lewis got, is scoring goals. Lewis has two. The great three goals now. Hero. I believe three. I think he's got three goals he now. Kempe has got yeah. four goals, you know, including that hat trick night. So, including uh, today, he's got four goals already. So, it's coming from everywhere this year, not just Carter. Yeah. So I think Quick's got one, no? <laughs> no, that's just a penalty. He's got a penalty, we'll which, which actually helps out my uh, bold prediction, by the way. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so to, to even further on the point that it's not Doomsday, we go into Columbus and beat them 6-4 to four the next game. Which right. was a scary game. Sure. It's a five-win team. Yeah. It's, I, mean, the point. I mean, they're a good team. They started off last year very quick until Bobrovsky shit the bed in the playoffs. But they're they're a good team. They're young. And that was a shootout. Quick. Yeah. I, I mean, that's... That's the prototypical game that the NHL wants to see every single night. It was yeah. exciting. All offense, no defense, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, also, our uh, RIP to uh, Bobrovsky's goal against average uh, from that night. Um, and Chris. Yeah, well, <laughs> four, you know. Um, Brown ha- had a four-point night with three assists and one goal. Uh, Kopitar had three points, two goals, and one assist. And uh, I also love seeing the offense coming from the D-men from uh, Dowdy and Muzzin. Pretty amazing. I'm- I'm loving Dowdy this year. Yeah. Just the way he is attacking offensively and still being responsibly uh, res- 
responsible defensively. Beers are flowing already. Uh, it's just great. Yeah, this is the, this leg. is the dowdy we've been waiting to see again for a while oh, yeah. now. In uh, the words of friend of the show Zachary Hurd, I fully activated Drew Dowdy as the best Drew Dowdy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So I did have an Augie moment in the hockey encyclopedia during that game because I was watching it via a, a charity event and watching it. Uh, just lucky enough to watch it next to Luke Robitaille. While he was watching it on his phone. While he was watching it on his phone. <laughs> and I think the fourth goal, whoever scored the fourth, fourth goal for uh, Columbus, he was like, you know, that's pretty cool. He scored a scored a goal on his first NHL shift. That's uh, that's pretty awesome. And I was like, you know what? That is a, that's a pretty neat thing to do. Like, how many players can... Oh, it can't be a lot. ...can say, wait, wait a second. You scored on your first <laughs> shift <laughs> on the ice. That's cool. And he looked over like, What? Like uh, it was a, it was one of those moments where I'm just like I never do that I never have that like just <laughs> pull two knowledge it never clicks until you're already home from the right. event I'm and like, it's two in the morning I should have said that <laughs> so he I would have been so cool if I said that <laughs> my brother was sitting with me he's like wow I can't believe you had that in your pocket but no that, that I mean that's a pretty cool feat to do it sucked because we have defensive breakdown in front of the net and he just was able to get in there and get a goal but um, it is kind of cool to see someone score on their first shift going in uh, to their NHL career. So hats off to that. Um, but it's just much we still won. When it's not against us, it's much <laughs> yeah, yeah, we won. So yeah. it's so I'm, I'm, o- I'm okay matters. reporting on it because we still won. I think that's an awesome moment, man. There's nothing bad about that at all. I mean, no. you have that kind of cool thing to, to share with Luke. That's... That's awesome. That was a yeah. That's the uh, that's the hockey icon. So that was a that was kind of a, a fun moment. But it was it was it was good to share like a game and just kind of get some insight on on what what uh, someone else. He, yeah, he must look at the game completely different oh, than us. Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And, and it's fascinating. Like I I I could just give up playing cards and just like just listen in. Like he probably doesn't drop a single f bomb during the game. Unlike us, We're just fuck this uh, I beg to differ. <laughs> I stood next to Luke when he's watching the game, and uh, yeah, you got to understand that the f bomb is like that's just common in any hockey locker room. And yeah. it's just, I mean, yeah, and he just uh, sometimes he just gets so into it. I mean, yeah, the, those uh, those fly. It's also got to be pretty fun to see though, like someone getting into it like that. He oh, is, it is. He is a professional on camera though. Like he's nobody yeah. does it better than Luke. So. uh Time of recording, uh, we just lost to the Toronto Maple Leafs, unfortunately. Sorry. What was that for? Yeah, what was that for? <laughs> I need I need a beer for this one. Yeah, all uh-huh. right, fair enough. Um, I think overall it was a decent game uh, to lose because they are one of the best teams in the league. I would like to point out that they have about a four and a half uh, goal average in games. We held them to three, which is pretty good. Um. I think Dennis kind of touched upon it earlier about how there was a bit of a a defensive breakdown in the game to start. Yeah, it, it just seemed like the little bit of the game that I was able to see that in the beginning of the game there wasn't much defense going on as far as like the Kings side of it. There was a lot of shots against and it seemed like later on in the game they were able to turn it on, which I think is great because it kind of like calms down the hey, we're not the defensive team we used to be. Like no, we can still play that way. Which I think is 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 a good point to make. So, yeah, the the puck possession aspect of it, the Kings still have. But the big thing that happened there was Mitch Marner. He was dropped down to the fourth line, and that's what was creating the defensive nightmare for the Kings because you had this guy out there, 
total mismatch against the forwards that he was playing against the Kings fourth liners. And that's what was creating all the havoc because you've got that guy who can control the puck and move it at, at an extra higher clip than, uh, than the other boys out there. And so Babcock did a really good job in deploying his lines out there. And then the Kings started to make adjustments to that. So that's where you saw the adjustment going into the latter half of the game. Which brings me back to what a couple of weeks ago when I was talking about the adjustments happening in the middle of the game. Mm-hmm, like right. that is just it's that's something, not something that we've seen. It's in not the past. something we're used to, yeah. like the the NFL halftime adjustment type stuff. Like that is just it's refreshing. It's refreshing to see yeah. that that we are able to make those changes and not just like okay, we just got to grind out our system even harder to to make it work. Yeah, there's not very many times where I saw Sutter be that head coach that would really juggle lines in an effective way, except for the last time we won the cup, the series against the Blackhawks. That's where you saw Sutter just be a genius of a coach. And we, other than that, it's just like, we're just going to stick to our system and it's going to work. So that's, that is very refreshing to see. No, it's good because you got, you, you're seeing this from the teams you play and you wish that you would be adjusting and, and we would just fall deeper in the hole throughout the the latter half of the game. And now we're doing it to other people and people don't expect it from us, uh, which is which is nice because that's where I think we're going to get our advantage throughout the year. And that's what happens when you become predictable like in, in a, a system under Sutter where you're doing the same thing night and night again where someone like Stevens is, is, is willing to change things up. Like he hasn't really touched the top two lines because he hasn't had to, but like people like Dowd, Camilleri, they haven't played every game, but the, when they're coming in, like tonight, like that Dowd that, or that hit that Dowd laid was phenomenal. Yeah. He oh, just that was laid him out. And he, he laid out Dominic Moore. Yeah, it was it was awesome. And I, I think when, I don't know if it's something they're trying to do intentionally, but when you're cycling guys through like that, they want to prove like their worth and they're going to play harder that way. Especially those bottom six guys, so it, it's it's kind of int- interesting to see. And I think where where Sutter would move around the top six guys a lot, and it would kind of people couldn't really get any any sort of chemistry together. Those bottom six guys are really guys that you want to move around. Well, you get to play the matchups better too. Yeah. So it, if there is a guy that would do better against a certain team, you know, having them in over somebody else, I, sure. I could see that. But well, yeah, that Sutter did have that thing of like. We're going to stick with our guys until, you know, they need to be punished and then they're going to sit. So rather than just using who's the best for that particular opponent, yeah, it's good. Good changes. Also, how great is it to see Dustin Brown wearing an A? Yeah. I bet that makes him feel real good. I'm sure it does. So that was, I I think that was, that was a very good move to, to give him that A. And I think he's earned it. I don't oh, know. Absolutely. Sure. I don't absolutely. think it was no a doubt gift. about it. It was definitely something no he's one earned at this, this point. No one in this world would disagree with. You. Yeah. So, uh, and that kind of brings us to some of our uh, bold predictions that we've put out because it's been a, it's been an epic start, not just for the team but for our players. We got our hashtag Kopi Watch uh, at six goals, going to thirty plus. There so you go. We're doing pretty good on that one. Um, I've got Brandon's. Uh, Six, uh, Dustin Brown has six Five goals. Goal. Five, Five goals, goals. Yep. to his 52 on the way to his 52 <laughs> goals. <laughs> so that's pretty good. I'm excited for that. We're, I, I mean, mean, what is it? Tenth of the way there. Through seven games now, he's got five goals. So that's trending about. That's right on yeah, par with 52 goals. He's in line, right? Man, that's <laughs> yeah. hey, both of them having 11 points, which is which is beautiful to see them playing into each other. And and I'm. Now I'm looking for our, I follow to to jump into that. Well, and, you see, uh, 
on NHL.com, they have all the breakdowns of like most points, most assists, blah, blah, blah. The highest plus minus, they show the top 10. All three of our top linesmen are in that. Kopitar and Brown at plus 11 and Ayafalo at plus nine. They're all in the top 10. That's beautiful. That's pretty, that's not something you would have seen in the last five like, years. Ayafalo's grinding. He's getting to pucks. You saw it tonight. If you're watching the game, you saw it tonight where he would, he would make plays. And then oh, he yeah. finally was looking for a pass to Brown, couldn't get it. So he takes a shot. Where a lot of these guys playing, I mean, if you're playing with Kopitar and Brown, you want to get them the puck as much as possible, especially with how they're producing now. Yeah. And he was like, you know what? The pass isn't there. I'm taking the shot. And it was a good shot. It was yeah. solid. It was the right call. Yeah, right in the center of the goal. So, um, unfortunately, <laughs> so was the goalie. So, <laughs> it didn't amount to much. But I like to see that from him because he is a young player. He is playing with superstars. And um, you want to see him be confident and own the position that he has on the first line. He well, made, like, oh, I'm sorry, he made one amazing play against the Canadians and unfortunately got the, he scored a goal and got disallowed. Do you remember that one where he got called for the hold? Yep. But he oh, just, yeah. he just absolutely pickpocketed somebody. And I, I thought, I didn't think the, I didn't think it was penalty worthy because that just was pure grinding effort, and he ends up scoring a goal, but they disallow it. Uh, and yeah, but no, he that was just pure one hundred percent effort, which just totally validates your point about what he's what he brings to the table. That, that is exactly what he brings to the table. Is it's just effort? Like that is the perfect word to describe his play. Is just effort because he gives a hundred and ten percent every shift out there. Which and he is looks like he's awesome. twelve. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> well, I'm kind of. I mean, I've said I'm watching Dowdy this year. I think it's going to be a breakout year for him, but. Really, you want to watch a, a young guy that's really like got a passion for the game yeah. and and is going to make things happen. He he might not have a ton of points on the board, but he's going to make plays that get points on the board. I and think that's how I he is Trevor Lewis, but with a little bit more skill. Yeah, no, I agree. Just maximum effort every single minute he's on the ice, and he's just going to make shit happen. Yeah. They they spent, at the, the state of the franchise, they spent a good like, 15, 20 minutes talking about Ayafalo, like throughout the whole night. They they couldn't say enough about him, and it's 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 showing here at the NHL level. Yeah, you know their enthusiasm for him it, it's warranted. So well, he's the first liner. I mean, they've they're showing their confidence in him now, and they haven't moved him. Well, I mean, and, normally this line wouldn't have stayed together in seven oh, no. games last year, especially with Iafalo not you know really producing you know the goals, points yeah. goals and he's getting assists, but he hasn't produced goals. He's not a huge on assists, but he's. He is making the plays happen that lead to goals. He's just, you know, number three and number four in line. But there's been a few goals that I've seen that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for his effort along the boards and making really, really smart plays. Uh, a couple other things to watch out for on our bold, bold predictions. Uh, the Nick Shore bet. Um, one goal, one assist, a little bit of a slow start for him. <laughs> a little um, bit. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Uh, but I think moving him up to the second line in the absence of Jeff Carter, that's going to give him an opportunity to really get those 20 goals that we're looking for. So James and Zach have to buy jerseys. Well, I'll tell you what. I I have confidence already. And um, to I found out tonight that I was bidding on the uh, Hockey Fights Cancer Shore jersey so that I could, I could be ready for it. And Augie shows up with none other than the jersey I got outbid on. <laughs> it turns out I lost it to Augie. That's right. He sure did. <laughs> what <can>. a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's like you knew what I was doing, and you brought it just to be like, hey, 
Check it out. You could have had it. You could have had this. You know, you also could have had a really cool 50-inch big screen TV and an EA Suite. It was 55-inch. Oh, 55-inch. Sorry. That's a whole separate story, though. I gave a lady my pen to outbid me at the auction at the Echoes of Hope poker tournament and lost the technology package with like a ton of tech in there. Yep. And the best part about this jersey is I actually borrowed James' phone to put my bid in on there. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to win something against me, just sit with me and, and I'll give it to you. It will happen. Perfect. What a nice yeah. guy. I tell you. Nice to my own detriment. Let's say, James, let me borrow your phone again. Yeah. No, right. <laughs> <laughs> let me clear my browser history. Let's say it. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> They nice. stole that from Jordan. <laughs> it was a Jesus James. Jesus James. <laughs> oh, shit. On the bench, we love you. And that's for Trevor Lewis's backhander. Do you guys see that? Yes. Probably one of the best shots I've seen this year. Was it like pimp hand backhand? It was, yeah. It was straight pimp hand because he was just <laughs> driving. He just flipped that thing top shelf and it was... I don't get how you do that backhand like with... I, I, I don't play hockey, but like... The curvature of the stick makes it seem impossible to elevate a puck backhanded. Oh. <laughs> Augie, was it not a, a thing of beauty? It was a thing of beauty. He earned his PhD on that. His just pimping hockey degree. You thought it was the same <laughs> pimping hose degree. Oh, yeah. oh, you thought it was the same right. pimping hose. Right, pimping right, hockey. Right, Augie. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Did, did you guys plan that before you came no. in here? Nope. <laughs> that was perfect. That just was segue. Just Cheers, boom. boys. <laughs> Shot from the hip. Uh, a couple of other people to watch out for. Dowdy at three goals and three assists. Muzzin at two goals and six assists. Which, six assists already? Yeah. Nice. It's according to NHL.com. So unless I wrote that down wrong or they're wrong, that's what it is. I think they know what they're talking about. You, on the other hand. Nah, that's questionable. <laughs> <laughs> I am sleep deprived and doing this, so who knows? Hey, it's all, it's all for the better. So we got Joe Boo in the studio as the Dodgers are going to start their first game. And I think the guys in shorts, Sports LA show, our flagship show, um, broke the curse for the Dodgers by using Joe Boo and making the sacrifice. I, I believe someone in this room suggested that they do this, though. That would be me. I believe yeah. someone in this room bought Joe Boo for the studio. So it's the King's show that is yeah, responsible for me. breaking yeah. the Dodgers curse. I like this. Right. I like the guys that. in Shorts King's show is See responsible. See how we turned it around? Yeah. yeah. We like yeah. to turn it around. So we're going to yeah. turn it Full back circle. to the Kings. So that's a that's a major superstition for our show and our, our family of podcasts and the guys in Shorts. But what other, like we've, we've tweeted before about wearing your jersey at home for a game. And I know people, I know tons of people that don't wear their jersey till they get to the arena. Huh. Um, there's, there's so many superstitions that we have at where we feel like we're playing a part. I feel like Kopi watch is making Kopi score all these goals. <laughs> so I think I'm playing a direct You're welcome part. Kings fans. Yeah. 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 But, uh, you know, obviously we, we play a part as 18 plus thousand in Staples center, making the noise we do being the fans that we are. But do you do things that you feel like you actually make a difference for the team? Oh, absolutely. I, I haven't worn any Kings gear to watch a game at home at all this season because I just didn't put anything on for the first game and they won. Haven't so done it since. I haven't done it since until 
today when they played Toronto and they lost in regulation. I wore my jersey so, today too. Thanks, Dennis. <laughs> I I'll take the blame. I'm sorry, Kings fans. What an I'll own it with you. But I'll you know, like I have like a you know I got like a Carter shirt, a Kopitar shirt, a Quick shirt. Like it, it it's whoever like I'll just wash something and then wear it and then like if they win I just basically don't wash that for the rest of the season and I don't wear it anywhere else but at home to watch games fair fair so Jordan I, I mean not, nothing too crazy um you know for for Kings hockey uh I I wash my jersey in the off season or get it dry cleaned and that's it so if there's you know food stains on it beer stains on it whatever I'm wearing I, yeah, it. I do Jordan doesn't believe too much in superstition because he keeps wearing that Blackhawks hat. I know. <laughs> Did you forget that is was your a underwear thing? clean, though? That's what I got to know. It, it is. is. Okay, yeah, so you're not that I, guy. I, I put on a fresh pair because I've been sitting inside. It's been hot today. <laughs> um, so, uh, But, I mean, I, back in high school when I was uh, playing high school football, I would not uh-huh, wash my undershirt after a win. Is this and, your Ben story? Were you no, turned no, no, no. to your athletic no, days? No, I, I wasn't a D1 swimmer. Um <laughs> No, I, I if we had won a game, I would hang up my undershirt and I would wear it again the next week until we lost. So if we went on like a five or six game win streak, that would be a solid shirt. Was <laughs> you wouldn't have to hang it up anymore. Funky. It would stand just up. stand up in and the corner. Playing <laughs> offensive line when someone comes up to you and tries to get past you and you stink like shit, um, they just kind of put hands off like, all right, buddy, I guess I'm not sacking the quarterback this week. Yeah. Maybe uh, that leads to the wins. Yeah, maybe. Uh that was like Woo. me when I was playing the the beer league hockey, and there's always the dude out there. Oh, you probably know. There's always that one dude out there that never like sprays his pads down or anything, lets them like dry. They just sit in the bag all week, Ugh. and just like, like literally gagging Ew. out there on the on the court, like just. Ugh. Someone we the played court? this week. I just played roller, so it's oh court. okay. Someone we played this week, um, a, I think a star on one of the other teams said that they hadn't changed their shin pads in like 14 years. But they go through skates like once a month. But they, yeah, they they had just changed out the shin pads this year. I forget who it was. And we Damn, wonder why Hosa has skin issues. Yeah, I'm a Yager. <laughs> it's like, I'm trying to think of who's played for 14 years. Yeah, exactly. It's like Yager. Yager, yeah. Maybe. It doesn't have to be any. And now he's I on remember the hearing something about that, though. I yeah, it, was during, it, was, but... it was during one of the broadcasts. And yeah. if anybody remembers who it is, tweet us and let me know. Yeah, I'm not sure it is. So. Can't tell you, but here's here's my stupid station. So uh, whenever I, <laughs> it's a good way to put Call it, it yeah, like exactly. it is, I love it. Yeah, exactly. So uh, <laughs> if I uh, whenever the, I, I spend half my season sitting on the glass, which I'm fortunate enough to know somebody who knows somebody, and I get the I get the uh, grandfathered forum price ticket. Thank goodness. Wow. There's no wow. Way that, yeah, I know, right? So uh, I have a huge collection of jerseys, as some some of you may or may not know. And huge. any jersey but that I wear. You're wearing my favorite jersey right now. It's, oh, it's the Dodgers Kings the Dodgers jersey. Kings it's jersey. amazing. I love it. So whenever I sit on the glass there, I like to wear an off-color jersey so I stand out on television. The only problem is that it cannot be the same colors the team we're playing against. So That's fair. That's exactly. Fair. So I have one of the powder blue Hydrosophilus Association fundraiser jerseys that actually used to belong to Bailey, the mascot. Which and you that, wore in the commercial. Exactly what you wore in the commercial. So uh, I love wearing that Stalker. jersey because that, yeah, exactly. We right. sat next to each other in the commercial. So. That's right. Yes, we did. He said, Augie, where are you sitting? I go, over there. And I pointed to a different direction. Didn't help. He followed me. Stalker. Yeah. Good like that. Good like that. Hey, he was good. Augie's going to know where to sit for the commercial to be in the, on camera. He's going to know. So uh, so when they play the San Jose Sharks, I can't wear that t- that that 
powder baby blue can't, can't too do close it to teal. too close to teal man can't do it so i'll be out there with the with one of my red with my red special olympics one or i'll be out there with the yellow uh stadium series one uh so yeah th- those are my superstition that's my superstition when i when i go there i like I it that. i want to hear from anybody else out there that that has a a unique superstition or just something you've always done as a fan or you learn from your family uh, send that to us. Uh, we'll we'll read through some of them as uh, as we go through next week's show. Is just to uh, enjoy some of those superstitions. I love them. I think they're great. I think they do play a part in the team's success. And, I like them because they're ridiculous. And, <laughs> and, and <laughs> you, if you don't think so, um, well, fuck you too, I'd like to hear what James is. This James is. This. That's James that's James, not James easy to say. I don't wear um, Blackhawks gear when I podcast. That's one of mine. Ah, uh, yeah. You know what's <laughs> fucked up is I was wearing like a blue polo today and I had to fucking change it because I knew James was going to give me shit about it. And I still get shit about the hat. <laughs> that's, hey, that's a well-seasoned hat, though. You love it that is. hat. It's so very comfortable. It does match your Beats headphones. Yep. And since you wear Beats, um, one of my sponsors. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> we got you some All-Star tickets. Ah, <laughs> uh, James. <laughs> I don't know if you've listened to any, any of the episodes, Augie, but we had Jay Flats on the show last season, and okay. he he comes in here it was it right was, before the All Star. It game. was the week before the All Star game, and I'm okay. wearing these Beats headphones, and he sits down, and we just start recording, and we're doing the intro, like introducing him, and he's like, "Jordan, I see you're wearing Beats headphones. Well, one of my sponsors is Beats, and I've got a couple of tickets, blah blah blah." Here you go. I'm like, are you fucking like? I tickets go to the All Star game. I go nuts. <laughs> yeah. Tickets to the All Star game. And it turns out James brought tickets, left them on the counter, and he's trying to give me James's tickets. <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> and now I've got All Star blue balls. Thanks. All right. Yeah. Everybody That's was awesome. wrong with it except for Jordan. Oh, so. that is awesome. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I bought it hook, line, and sinker. Oh, oh my god. It was sad. <laughs> Jay Flats, you are the <laughs> man. <laughs> that is. That is flipping great. Uh, Jay Flats is the greatest. <laughs> oh, Jay, Fl- Jay Flats is fantastically funny. Hey, by the way, I have some Yankees World Series tickets for you. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> he did actually say that I could trade those tickets in for Lakers playoff tickets. So it, was, nice. it, it was really nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll be going to a Lakers playoff game in like 14 years. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, Not according to LeVar Ball. According to LeVar true. Ball, you're going this year, kid. <laughs> I'm glad there's no hockey dads like that for the Kings. <laughs> I'm sure they're out there somewhere. It's not not for us. Should we talk about next week? Oh yeah, my boy. god! Four we games. Got, we got a busy, busy, busy week. Busy B. Uh, we start off with a back to back, or the second half of the back to back tomorrow uh, at Ottawa. We'll probably see uh, Darcy Kemper again, which I'm perfectly okay with. Yeah, especially with this whole concussion thing. Uh, I, I think he's fine, but <laughs> I I don't think he's got a concussion. They, they probably rung his bell a little bit. You know, if he finished Honestly, the game, he's if, probably okay. If we know quick, maybe he was selling it a little bit to get a penalty. So, you know what? The the main thing they called was he grabbed his head. I don't think he was grabbing his head. I think he was making sure his helmet stayed on. Like, if nobody's called that yet. But if you look, he grabs the separation of his helmet to make sure his helmet stays on while there's a scrum in front of the net. So, I, I don't think it was a big issue. But it was just kind of funny that they went through that whole ordeal to come out with, no, we think we're good. Yeah. Well, well and he came really, out for what's funny really is five to pull people back into that quiet room if it's if they think it's something serious. The problem so. is your concussion, your concussion protocol has to happen immediately, 
It was like three minutes. Faust, that Faust by. made a really good point tonight on the broadcast. He's like, well, if they had concerns about him, because they, they have people watching from the middle of the penalty box where Dave Joseph sits, basically. And uh, they, they, they had people watching. And then immediately when they saw him grab at his head, they should have pulled him right then. Which right. And he said, I, I don't know if that's a breakdown in their job or what it is, but literally that's all they do is watch for stuff like that. And he said, we respect the process, but at the same time, we have the same answers that you guys, uh, we have the same questions you guys have in that, why didn't this happen immediately? And why did we have to go back and forth? And and really it was just kind of fumble on, well, now we consider him injured player, so now he's got to come out for a play. Yeah. Um, and, and it was just weird. It was, uh, but yeah, it, it was just kind of funny that- Supposedly the call came in from Toronto, the NHL offices, because oh, they have spotters there too. I haven't seen that, okay. And one of the things that they speculated about, and this was actually on the broadcast, is they saw Quick on his knee in the crease. Well, Jonathan Quick, he, when he, he doesn't sits, go to the bench yeah. and he decides to kick it in the crease, he takes one knee all, all the time. Every time. That's what he does all yeah. the time. Now, if you don't know that and you're watching for a concussion kind of issue – Maybe they just interpreted that he was taking a knee because he had cobwebs in his head and a call was made down there for him to be huh. pulled and put into concussion protocol. By the way, if you're 200 feet from a play, don't make a fucking penalty call. That's all I'm saying. I mean. No, no, that, nobody. That's, Last well, two minutes of the game. That, that's good. That's good advice. I didn't see the end of the game, so yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. So, Red, the back ref calls a penalty on Was it the back for, ref? Yeah. For Are punching. Or just pushing out. It came from the back ref. The, the other ref's 20 feet away and watching oh, the is that play. The, the yeah, it was, and that's why we took the last penalty. It was it Pollock the, or something like that that was getting oh, a, a little horrible. too close to, close to Quick. He was coming near the crease, and yeah. Quick was literally, if you look, he did kind of re, he, his body motion pushed him out a little bit, but he was protecting his crease. So did it's called he, a hockey play, in other words, so, yeah. right? Did he but knock especially him down? in the last yeah, two minutes well, of the he game? He fell down. He fell down. I don't know that he knocked him down, but right. he, he stiff-armed him. It looked he like a down. bit of a soccer play, if you ask me. It was. I mean, sold it a bit. You got a one-goal game with two minutes left. You don't call that call. For sure. Well, I mean, either way, the point was Darcy Kemper, no worries about playing him tomorrow. No. <laughs> no. no worries. <laughs> yes. got off on a tangent, but yeah. So <laughs> Ottawa is third in the Atlantic. Um, however, they are one, one, and three at home. So that's a kind of an interesting stat to keep an eye on for tomorrow. Um, they, they've got, obviously, a pl- over 500 record, but they they haven't played well at home. Uh, part of that might be due because Carlson hasn't been playing. Uh, they started off on a homestand, I believe, this season. So be interesting to see him back. It'll be interesting to see him against Dowdy. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm so torn. He's like, <clears throat> yeah, well, yeah, that's what you got to do. Although we're rooting for him over Burns, right? I know. Right, James? Right? Better than have Burns on my team. Uh, nope. Fuck it. And then we have a day off, and then we go back to Montreal. Canadians. Boo. Uh, they are dead last in the, in the Atlantic, uh, sporting a minus 20 goal differential. It's because they don't have Dwight King anymore. That's true. That You're is, bad. That's a missing link right there. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Hashtag missing link. Yeah, well, the Sabres <laughs> couldn't beat us with uh, Jordan Nolan on the team, so who cares? Um, and then we go to Saturday. Uh, we go to Boston. They're fifth in the Atlantic, but they are... Boston. Boston. Uh, as a time of recording, they are 3-3-1. Three, three, and one. That's going to be a tough game. 
Uh, they've played us tough since we blew them out seven to one or whatever or whatever it was. It was like this nine season. to one. Yeah, I know it was like some like nine goals. Yeah. yeah, it's bad. So that's going to be, I think, a tough game. That's going to be a physical game because they play heavy hockey. Um, and then Monday, uh, before time of recording, it's an it's another four o'clock game or five o'clock game maybe because it's uh, Central Time. It we is five o'clock. Play St. Louis. They are first in the Central. Uh, currently six two and one. They are off to a hot start. Um. That's, that's going to be, be a, another tough game as well, too. That's a tough too. game right there, yeah. Be, I'll, I'll be interested to see how our new system goes against that because they kind of played heavy hockey last year as well, too. Well, especially because Jake Allen is – he's been on fire lately. So. You were joking about him at the beginning of the season. I was, <laughs> but look at what he's doing. <laughs> look so, at what he's been doing. Do you want me to start it off? Oh, my God. Let me guess. Oh, four not, and oh. Three four and one. one. What? Three and one. What? Call, call the who's, loss. Who's the loss? St. Louis. I'm scared of St. Louis, too. No, I think we're going to do good against Ottawa. We're going to hold our own. Um, I don't like our averaging 36 goals against. Like, I, I, I'm sorry, 36 shots against. I don't like that. Uh, I think against us? Or? Yeah, I think we're giving up too many shots, and I think that eventually the system will kind of hone that down under 30. I'd be interested to see what the percentage of that is quality shots, though, because I feel like we're holding them to shots outside of the trapezoid. Like that, they may not be quality shots. Uh, tonight was some decent shots with Toronto, but I mean, sure, that's but they, Toronto. But they're, it's but a fast they're also, team, yeah. Um, and they're known for putting uh, more shots. And like you said, we held them to a lot less than what they're getting in goals. But um, I think I think we do have our way at uh, Ottawa's house with them. We're going to uh, destroy the Canadians um, and just kind of make good on what we should have done in the first game. And uh, Baston. The TD Garden, we're going to own that. We're going to have uh, East Coast property <laughs> planting our flag on that ice and uh, take that one over. But St. Louis, I think this is, I mean, this is a, coming on our tail end of our, our road trip, and I, I think it's going to wear down, and they're a great team. Okay. Did, did uh, Iginla ever end up signing with Boston? Because he bought a house like five minutes away from uh, TD Oh, Arena. he signed a deal. Yeah. No, he didn't sign he with anybody. Uh, I don't think he's even, but no, he hasn't even filed the retirement paperwork yet. Maybe he's looking at a trade deadline signing. So three and one. Anybody else? Dennis, what you got? Right, I'm gonna go two one and one since I have to specify <laughs> overtime losses. Oh, look at this guy here. stepping it so, up. For the record, two, one, Jay, or for the record, Dennis, I would have given you that. Yeah, the, last week. Yeah, okay. If thank I was you. here, thank and, you. And by the way, fuck you guys. I don't have herpes. <laughs> you're having a baby hey if you don't show you know, up then it's just that's, a cold sore all right <laughs> if you don't show up that's the standard that is story technically herpes look it up agreed <laughs> okay i'm sitting way back away from this microphone because i think he was sitting here last week <laughs> <laughs> no, no there's no herpes in the house <laughs> I just had a baby. So it says you. <laughs> you just had a baby. That's <laughs> what happens when you're not here. You, yeah. You get herpes. Well, yeah, that's what it, it is. That's the lightest illness anyone's ever taken for missing a podcast here. So <laughs> yeah, I would true. take the herpes. Yeah, didn't someone have HIV last, yeah. last year? Darren, no? poor guy. <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> he's here tonight. So He's making it through, you know? He's, yeah, he's dealing I'm proud with of him. He's yeah. strong. It's like magic. <laughs> Hashtag, Hashtag Darren Strong. Moving on. We're starting a GoFundMe page. <laughs> uh, Augie? Uh, I was actually going to go 2-1-1 one, one also, but uh, yeah, I know, right? Who's uh, your overtime? Great minds. Uh, you know, Actually, I think that uh, my overtime loss would probably be St. Louis. That's what I was going to pick, too. 
Yeah, because I'm. Oh, I of course you follow Augie. <laughs> yeah, I'll go, I'll, he followed me first. Uh, <laughs> For no. going back to the playground, <laughs> he followed me first. <laughs> no, I think yeah. I think Boston. They they still hate us for that that whooping we put on them. That's so I the, think that's one gonna, of the worst places to play. If you ask most of the players, TD it's, Garden's it's a tough, tough place to, to play, play there. So I think we're we're going to get another regulation loss there. And I think St. Louis is we're so evenly matched. I feel that that one's going at least overtime. So Jordan, I'm going three and one. See, we're we're like simpatico. Great, you're simpatico with a guy with <laughs> herpes. Uh, <laughs> hey, Hoggy's just poured it on the, the new I'll, guy, <laughs> the guest. Sorry, but that's right Jordan. That's Tourette's syndrome, man. <laughs> Can't help it. Who's your loss? Um, I, I'm I'm going to call Boston. I I I think we're going to have a tough time with Boston because, like we said before, they're they've got something for us. Um, it's probably unhealthy for them to hate us that much, uh, which is going <laughs> to be their downfall. Talk to someone yeah. about it. Um, hey. Need to process. I think we're gonna come out. I I think St. Louis is gonna be a statement game for the Kings because it's it's about the middle of our road trip, a little bit towards the end, and I think we we're gonna get a little beat up against Boston. I think we're gonna come out and just shit down St. Louis's throat. I hope you're right. Yeah, that's the last. I think game that would be trip. a lot of fun. Yeah, I hope you're right. Now and and I gotta I gotta specify. Hey, Mish, uh, I really apologize for this, but fuck Boston, like. I'm done with that. We got it. We got it. Tuka Rask is day to day. Even if he comes back by that game. Who's their backup? Right? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Even if he comes back, I don't think he's 100%. I think they just want to get him back in the lineup. And um, I I, I don't think they're comfortable with where they're at right now. And and they don't know how to play um, without him, you know, being the uh, The the main net tender. So. I'm gonna say that's I, I appreciate your guys' opinion, but we take the win. All right, James, we got anything going on this week promo wise? Um one thing we haven't mentioned is October eighth started the uh Fit to Be a King, the um the run program, the Ellie King's run club with Daryl Evans. Uh there's sign up, they are taking signups now. You have membership options online. Go to elliekings.com uh and you can you can find the uh, find the link there, but check into it. A great way to get involved. Uh, a lot of people show up to the runs and, uh, it does get you ready for the 5k, 10k, um, that the Kings do host, um, for a great cause. So James, what day are the runs? Uh, I believe Sunday, 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 <laughs> you get, you get a dry fit shirt. You get a King's towel. You're meeting Sunday at eight, um, at, at, in the morning, and then you just train alongside, you know, whoever shows up, sometimes from the team, sometimes from Fox Sports. There's Carlin's been there. She's done a special on it. And she shows up a lot, actually. So it's a fun time to just get with other Kings fans and just get fit. And it's it's a nice run, too. It's it's in the on the Manhattan Beach Chip Trail, which is a super nice run. Like, it's super low impact. It seems to be dog-friendly from what I've seen as well, too. So, um it actually looks like a lot of fun. I've actually been thinking about doing doing it myself after doing the 5K. Utilize this to get ready. The Guys in Shorts King Show, we're going to put together a little special 5K <laughs> for a game this year. Maybe a couple games if we if we get it going. It's going to be a fun time. Not a lot of impact, but a lot of beer, obviously. You might have a lot of beer. So, <laughs> so, really, so really what you're telling me is it's a 5K pub crawl. 
Kind of. <laughs> you get to go to a game, so why not? Which makes it turn into a 10k overall, but you know, yeah. who's counting, right? We Got Uber it. on the way back, guys. Don't worry about the trips to the bathroom from Got drinking it. all the beer. Outstanding. Real quickly before we go, I I do want to throw at you. Uh, Gary Batman was honored at the like Broadcasters uh. Hall of Fame. Um, and do we boo or no? Boo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what he did bring up was quite interesting, and there's actually been a lot of buzz on it online, was that um, the glow puck came back up. No, oh. it didn't. It did come back up. Jeff and will be so happy. So what happened was the talk about the glow puck, and although it wasn't from any of the hockey fans I know, wasn't a very popular thing, but what it Everybody led hated to- Everybody hated it. What it led to was the CGI line um, on NFL- uh-huh. A lot of stuff that's happening in NASCAR. Huh. So this technology actually lent itself to. Did some it lead to more left turns? Huge in NASCAR. Yeah. <laughs> Huge amount of left turns in NASCAR. Um, lots Huge. of left turns. And he, Mr. Bedman actually uh, alluded to the fact that it might come back. Oh no! Why? But it techn- might come back. But so technology's why? better now. It's, it'd be it different look, now. It would, it would that's the point. That's the point. That, you can yeah. see the fucking writing on the puck on an HDTV. Well, and <laughs> there's, there's, there's another point against it is that now we have a lot more technology that's that makes it easier to watch the games. But there's a poll on ESPN right now, and for bringing it back, they're known 100%, for their hockey knowledge, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Bring it back 100. percent There's 39 percent support at the time of broadcast. In a modified form, I'll listen, 37%. And heck no, it's distracting, 24%. So actually, a lot of, if you add it all up, you're looking at 76% of people that are like at least open to the idea of seeing Glopec come back. So what are you guys' thoughts? Half of them are idiots. <laughs> okay, so I, what about no, the other so, half? So, it sounds like 24% know what they're talking about. You know, when, 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 we, were, when we started this podcast last year, and Jeff is very new to hockey and still knows nothing about it. Um, At least nothing about icing. No, it's not. It doesn't proved it last week. It doesn't belong on a cake. But something that Dennis had said last year is when you're watching basketball, you don't watch the ball. You watch the play form around the ball. It's the same thing in hockey. Exactly. You do not need to watch the puck in hockey. The only time you ever need to watch the puck in hockey is if it's in the back of the net. That's the only time. But when you're watching plays form, when you're watching defenses disrupt things, you watch the players. And I think the glow puck is, is a gimmick. It's not something that the NHL needs. It's, I, I don't know, I, I, I don't like it at all. I don't. Augie? Uh, this is what I think would probably be the uh, the best way to execute a plan like that is options. I think it should be something offered online or through special broadcasting because you've got the, the PS4s that people watch through and the Xboxes that people watch through. Kind of like an SAP button? Kind of like an SAP button, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Kind of like that same thing. Kind of like that same thing. And really what it would be is an enhanced television feature that you should elect to either turn on or off. I don't want something force-fed to me. I, I can get uh, on board with that. I'd be okay I think with that. The so option. Like, I think that would fit under the modified format. I, I'd yeah. be okay with that. But as a as a like force-fed, I am, no. It, yeah. It, you're not going to put anything on a basketball to make it more noticeable. No. I, granted, it's you know a big ten times ball, aside, but, but and you, and I'll you don't agree need with you. it. You don't need it. I'll agree with you. We'll go 100 percent on this from our podcast. We say no, not a support. If you if you watch hockey, 
You know how to follow the play. You know you know what's happening there. You know to watch the goalie. You know to watch all these signs of of what's happening on the ice. And I <laughs> you don't I need a comet to to fly across the comment. screen. And I think if you sit back and and you you don't watch the puck, I think you learn more about hockey. Right. Especially if you listen to Jim Fox yeah. and he explains the game to you and you understand more about what he's saying if you're not just watching the puck. <laughs> we both tw- uh, tweeted tweeners tonight, by the way. <laughs> Did we? Yeah. <laughs> and, but he didn't say it. I know. <laughs> I, was, I was a little disappointed. I, I feel like I broke his spirit. <laughs> Last year. <laughs> so so if we were to do this as like an SAP button, does SAP stand for show assholes the puck? Ooh, well done, Dennis. Interesting. I've got a slow clap. Bring for that. it at home. <laughs> Bring it at home. My man Dennis. <laughs> wow. All right. So Augie, before we get out, you you've been around hockey for a long time, been around the Kings for a long time. Like you got any like just like one quick cool story or anything like that? Okay, you want the ultimate story? You just want like a quick, like just uh, fast story. Ultimate, I mean, ultimate, ultimate, ultimate sounds quickly. so good. Let's go. Yeah. You want to yeah. go ultimate? Let's ultimate, go ultimate quickly. Okay, here it is. Ultimate story. Raising the Stanley Cup with Luke Robitaille. Oh, oh my God. Wait and yes, I do have a picture of that moment. Wow. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. This is a great yeah, pod. That's, that's, wow. that's, great that's pod, the money but- shot. Wow. You guys in the same jersey that you're yeah, wearing well, today. Yeah. No, actually, that's my Jeff Carter Dodgers oh, jersey. Yeah. So, <laughs> He's got yeah. multiple Dodgers yeah, jerseys. So multiple Dodgers. Yeah, that's the Jeff Carter one. Uh, uh, I didn't know you had the whole so 70s line. Cool. Yes, I, I literally have the whole 70s line. <laughs> do you really? Yes, I really do. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh Carter. God, do you really? Uh, yes, I really do have the whole 70s line. That's almost as cool. <laughs> yeah. So that to me is, the, I mean, that's the ultimate. You can't, you get to raise the cup with Luke Robitaille. I don't yeah, think it gets better it than that. Yeah, you got permission from the man. Himself, exactly. So. No, it was just a real fluky kind of thing. I just happened to be in the right place at the right time when it happened. And uh, yeah, that just is, oh, th- th- there's nothing well, I, better. With I, a living legend. With living LA Kings legend. Well, yeah. I think I speak for every Kings fan that has not raised the cup with Luke Robitaille. We're insanely jealous. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, I don't think it's going to get any better than that. So we're going to get out of here. So be sure to follow us on Twitter at GIS King Show. We're also on Instagram, same mm-hmm. name. Uh, also, be sure to check out the Guys in Short Sports Los Angeles show for all of your other LA sports needs. Uh, what else is happening in LA, though? There's I don't not know. really much. I mean, uh, I guess I, there's, I think, somehow uh, there's still baseball. The, and I, basketball? I think the Sparks. Is it basketball? Basketball. Basketball? basketball? I think there's <laughs> something happening? happening in baseball still. I, as an Angels fan, uh, I'm going to say go Dodgers. Hey, yeah, of course. Go yeah, Dodgers. Dodgers man. are in the World Series, man. I mean, God Augie's bless. sitting here That's pretty it. much wearing Represent. Dodgers hey, gear. When Represent. you walk out yeah. and meet the other guys from Flagship Show, they're yeah. going to they're love gonna you. They're going to go ape shit yeah, over they're that. Gonna yeah. go they're going to love, yeah. love yeah. it. So nice. Be sure to check them out. Guys in Short Sports LA. They're on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, all that fun stuff. All right, so we're out of here. For James Whitlock, Jordan Heckman, Augie Loya, I am Dennis Wilson saying, Go Kings, go! Go Kings, go! Go Dodgers, go!